Many years have passed and everyone's getting mad. Huh? What do you mean? I mean, everyone's getting Monsignor Achilles Dakai. His weekly Bible study is getting bigger, better, and stronger. This is the new and improved Gifted to Give podcast. Hi, I'm Gian. And I'm Jillian. We are here to spend quality time as we listen to the message of God through our beloved Monsignor Achilles Dakai, a Bible study that is truly gifted to give and a gateway evangelization to all those who are spiritually drained. Absolutely. Monsignor Dakai was the official spokesman of His Eminence Ricardo Cardinal Vidal. He had the title of Media Liaison. He is almost 90 years old and still passionate about preaching the Bible. Yes, he loves to reach out to a new and younger audience in making this podcast. Truly, he is gifted to give. Let's listen to a new episode with Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Thank God it's Friday. In between the second Sunday in ordinary time and the third Sunday in ordinary time on which falls the feast of Señor Santo Nino. So once again, good morning to all and uh, Welcome once more to our Bible study online for all its work. To begin with, let's pray. Almighty Father, send your Holy Spirit upon us that we may read your word with faith, reflect on it with hope, and uh, realize it with love, following the example of your only begotten Son, from whom we find fulfillment, freedom, and the future with you forever. Amen. And the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, we are not here to preach a homily. Again and again I say that we are here seated comfortably, I hope, in your respective homes to study what the Bible says on the mysteries of light. Jesus proclaims the kingdom of God. We shall therefore read what St. Mark alone has narrated, has recorded this mystery in his chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. Just that. So let us now listen to the reading of that short gospel for Next Sunday, God willing. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. 
that's that. Thank you very much. A very short gospel, but very pregnant with meanings. Jesus was already foretold that he would be king by the angel Gabriel during the Annunciation. He will rule and his kingdom will have no end. That was the first revelation. The second was, of course, when Jesus, the infant, was born, Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Again, this was a sign that the infant would be king. As King Solomon had said, I was born wrapped in swaddling clothes. That is how kings are born. Then, of course, he grew up until 30 years old in Nazareth. And when he came out to the open, introduced by John the Baptist, when John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, from then on, after Jesus was baptized in the Jordan after his uh, first miracle at Cana of Galilee. Then he went around the area preaching, proclaiming the kingdom of God, meaning identifying himself as king. Now, Our attention is focused on this word, proclamation. To proclaim is to announce a happening, an event. To proclaim is to declare publicly a truth. To proclaim is to state openly a fact, a reality, without proving it, without making a sentence, but just stating, declaring, announcing. And we have such proclamations at every Mass that we love to hear. For example, after the reading of the very first scripture from either the Old Testament or the New, new, according to St. Paul, the lector, the lector, mind you, says in proclamation, he or she says, the word of the Lord. That is proclamation. It is not a sentence. So the lector cannot say, must not say, 
This is the word of God. No. The lector proclaims this this uh, mystery when he, she or she says the word of the Lord. And we answer, thanks be to God. That's the first proclamation we hear at every Mass. The second, of course, is pronounced by the celebrant himself. When after reading the Gospel, he says, he proclaims the Gospel of the Lord. It's, he does not say, this is the Gospel of the Lord. No. He says, the Gospel of the Lord. That stating a fact stating a truth and stating a reality, proclaiming. Another proclamation we hear at Mass when uh, after the consecration the priest says, proclaims the mystery of faith. He does not say this is the mystery of faith. No, he proclaims he said, this. No, he says the mystery of faith <coughs> to which our individual and collective response is when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. And the last proclamation we hear at every Mass is when the celebrant at every communion time to every communicant he says holding the host the body of Christ. He does not say this is the body of Christ. No, he says the body of Christ and your response individually is Amen. That's why I said, when you line up to receive Holy Communion, just join your hands first. And when the priest says, the body of Christ, do not open your hands, open your mouth to say Amen. Meaning, I agree. Meaning, I affirm meaning I accept. And therefore, you open your hands and accept it. And then you eat of it. That is how it is. That is how you respond to the proclamation, the body of Christ. You say, Amen, and then you take it. That is how we hear such proclamations at every Mass. The Gospel precisely tells us that Jesus proclaimed the kingdom of God and he says, yes, it is here, meaning I am here already. And our response to that, whenever or wherever he says it, our response is, Turn away from your sins and believe the good news. This is it. That is what the mystery of Christ's
proclaiming the kingdom of God. Matthew does not say kingdom of God. He rather says the kingdom of heaven. Well, I suppose you know why. Matthew was writing for his fellow Jews who already believed in God. But God has many names in the Old Testament. And so Matthew was very careful not to give occasion to his fellow Jews to mispronounce or to pronounce his God's name in vain. And so instead of saying kingdom of God, he says the kingdom of heaven where God is. So that's that proclamation. I repeat, the lector therefore must be aware that when he or she is reading a letter from a letter of St. Paul, he is proclaiming it and ends it precisely with saying the word of the Lord. That is proclamation. To proclaim, by the way, is to hold your breath and say it loud on the same level. Say the word of the Lord. Do not say the word of the Lord. The priest, the same thing, when he says the gospel of the Lord, not the gospel of the Lord. To proclaim in Cebuano is bandilio. I remember very well when I was a little child. In my hometown of Balemban, we had a big guy who had a very big voice. He was hired to announce, to proclaim, to bandilio. He would say in one corner of the barangay, without any microphone, he would say, Meeting a las cuatro. Mora na iyang proclamation. Dile siya mingon, giuyunan nga doon ay meeting sa alas cuatro. Wa si Ana. Bandilio is to state a fact, a truth, a reality. And this is important because the proof of that will be somewhere else. Precisely Jesus, with his parables and with his miracles, he was trying to prove step by step, little by little, this mystery that he is already here, that the kingdom of heaven is already here. And our response, I repeat, is response by saying, Repent and believe in the gospel, which we shall be using as formula on Ash Wednesday. Proclamation is not just simple reading. It's not just reading so that all the others listening may understand, but it is a statement of a fact a statement of a truth, a statement of a reality. Jesus also 
in his I am sayings which we can gather from the gospel according to John he has I am sayings which are actually his proclamations of who he really is what the truth is what the reality is what the fact is that he is king for example he would say I am who am like God he would say before Abraham was born I am so in Jesus there is no I was there is no I will be in Jesus there is only I am Jesus would say I am the way the truth and the life he would say I am the resurrection and the life he would say I am the good shepherd he would also say I am the gate for the sheep these proclamations precisely are his self identification he would say I am the true vine I am the light of the world I am he the Messiah talking to you when he would identify himself to that woman so all these I am sayings of Jesus are proclamations of course our responses are different to his proclamations when he says I am the good shepherd our response is how are we sheep do we listen to him are we humble enough to be led by him etc this is this is important this third mystery of light Jesus proclaims the kingdom of heaven according to Matthew and of God according to Mark and Luke and John we must meditate on it when we again recite the rosary pause for a while and meditate on what exactly this means because by precisely meditating on this mystery we come to know Jesus we come to know him as he proclaimed himself as king and as he identified himself as I am when we celebrate therefore this Sunday coming God willing when we celebrate the feast of Senor Santo Nino remember he is a king as he has given us in scripture a description of himself now let me say something about this statue this image 
this icon, yes, it is made by man. It has no power by itself. It is not an idol. It is only uh, an image, an icon, a visual aid. Meaning, when we look at this statue, at this image, at this icon, if we look at it and see it with the eyes of faith, we see we are aided to look beyond what we see as an image, as an icon, as a statue, and believe who Jesus is, who himself was a child, who himself has taught us about Unless you become like little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So the kingdom of God, or Christ himself, the king. You know, in our church, throughout the liturgical year, we make good use as visual aids several images of Jesus. For example, we not only have the image of Señor Santo Niño, we also have the image of Jesus hanging on the cross, the Santa Cross. We have Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, under the species of bread and wine. We have a statue, an image, an icon of Christ the King. We have an image, an icon, a statue of Christ in agony in the Garden of Olives. So, in other words, we have several images but the most historical or historic image is this one, which was brought here by the Spaniards in 1521 by Magellan and the priors with him, but was given to the king and was somehow lost when in 1565 the Spaniards came back led by Legaspi and other friars and this statue inside a baul, a, a trunk, was burned. That's why we have the Kaplag in April 28. So, this has a history. It cannot be changed in its appearance by changing the red with green, by changing the crown with hat, or by changing the scepter with a shopping bag or whatever. You cannot change anything from the 
image because that is the historic image that has helped us, visual aid that has helped us precisely devote ourselves sincerely to Jesus Christ as long as our sincere devotion is grounded on sound doctrine and guided by strict discipline. So, back to our third mystery of light. We are being enlightened by what has so far been said about Jesus, the King, Jesus proclaiming the kingdom of heaven or of God in heaven. Our response, I repeat, should be individual and collective when on Sunday we dance with the image so that with it and through it and in it <coughs> as a visual aid we may know Christ more clearly so that we may walk with him on Saturday in a procession more closely and love him more dearly day after day. So Christ proclaiming the kingdom himself as the king is a good, a truth and a reality that we must be conscious of, convinced of, and confident in. Remember, if we are lucky enough to be gifted with this great privilege of knowing Jesus as King, of following Him as His subjects, and as loving Him as loyal subjects. It is our rule, our duty, and our salvation to also pass it on. I have quoted the often quoted saying, Remember, you are writing a gospel, a chapter each day by the deeds that you do and by the words that you say. Men and women may read what you write, false or true, and so you are asked what today is the gospel according to you. So here I pause for some of your reflections on this third mystery of light. Jesus proclaims the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven where God is.
Questions. Good morning, Mons. Good morning. Thanks for explaining clearly what a proclamation is. To state openly a truth, a reality. So in my life, if I say I love Jesus, I should proclaim in my words and actions following the examples of Jesus. Salamat, Mons. That's right. Let us be more open in only in our belief, but in our behavior as baptized in the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. This is now our duty and our salvation. Good morning, Mons. Good morning. As a lector for my parish, I try my best to read and understand the reading before I proclaim at the Mass. I want to be able to convey it correctly and for the people to understand. Thank you for the reminder, Mons. It is a blessing to be able to serve the Church by proclaiming the word. That's true. So a reminder to all lectors and to all priest celebrants. Proclaim the word of God. Proclaim the gospel of the Lord. Hello, Mons. Hello. As we celebrate the feast of the Santo Nino, he is proclaimed as Batubalani Sagugma, Magnet of Love. Indeed, the child king is all drawing us closer to his merciful love. May we all be transformed as we believe his proclamation as Batubalani Sagugma. This is true. You see, I'm sure we have different 
responses to his proclamation as Christ the King, as in the Blessed Sacrament, as agonizing in the garden, as Santo Nino, our responses may be different, but let us all understand that it is one and the same Jesus under those different titles. So our response is sincere as long as grounded on that sound doctrine as crucified as in the blessed sacrament as agonizing the garden as Christ the King and not only as Señor Santo Nino. I repeat all these images of Jesus are only visual aids for us that we may deepen our faith when we see with the eyes of faith Jesus in his image, whatever that is. They are only icons. They are not idols. No power at all can come from them. Hello, Mons. Hello. Sa una, simple rajod to ang sinulog. Focus rajod on the Santo Nino and the simple dancing. Makahapi that many still go to the masses any time of the day puno jud ang basilika. The openness of our faith gives me hope for the next generation. Precisely, this is the proof of how magnetic Jesus is in his love. He is such a lovable and loving person that he attracts people from all walks of life. If you can only see every time Mass is celebrated during the Novena, you cannot imagine how people from far and near have been attracted by the magnet of love that Jesus has. You know, this was precisely what, who Jesus was when he was three years and a half in his public life and ministry. His personality was so magnetic that people flocked to him and even pressed on him, even crushed on him and even touch him. That's how magnetic Jesus is as a loving and lovable person. Hi, Mons. Hi. Di man ko lector, how to proclaim Jesus in my own way? Precisely, if we are privileged to read a letter of St. Paul or the Gospel of our Lord, we should feel humble enough that what we are reading, proclaiming to others, we must practice first ourselves. Or else we are only a, a, 
a gong or a symbol that sounds but does not feel. We must practice, try to practice what we preach, what we proclaim. Good morning, Mons. Good morning. There are some lectors that I've noticed that are very shy. Sometimes I wonder why they volunteered to be a lector when their voice is too low and I can't understand what they are saying. How do we encourage them to improve without hurting their feelings? They are volunteers and it is a blessing they volunteered, but I think there should be a standard or some sort of training. Yes. To be a lector at every Mass is a great privilege. And as we have been saying, with every privilege goes responsibility. Your responsibility is to read so that others how far they may be in church, may understand every word you say. So, I, I have suggested practice. A sentence must be pronounced on the same level, with the same pitch. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Do not say a reading from St. Paul according to the letter. No. Keep the pitch high. That's what Bandilio is. A reading from a letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. So that you are not only heard, you are understood. Hello, Mons. Hello. Wish to greet you, Pete Senor. We wish to thank you for proclaiming loud and clear the Lord's goodness. Daghan diri naminaw sa Bible study na naay mga sakit, both serious and chronic. Pwede mohangyo, Monsignor, to bless all the sick persons in our Bible study. Salamat, Mons. Well, that, that's true, but uh, let's take things one at a time. We are not preaching here. We are not in church. Those are times different from this. We are here seated to study. And each one of us, of course, when we pray that we read with hope, and reflect with faith and reflect with hope and follow with love, we are actually asking God in whatever situation we may be in. We are all, your response to our Bible study online is precisely not only a thanksgiving but also a petition so when we 
come to conclude a Bible study online with a blessing, we practically are already blessing not only ourselves, but whoever is ill or sick at home or at war. Remember, huh? tomorrow will be the solemn procession. A procession is a demonstration in public of your faith. Precisely, each one must carry a lighted candle because a lighted candle signifies two things light and heat. Light is precisely the word of God, the lamp to my feet and the light to the world. Light. But faith is dead if it's not accompanied by good works. A faith that is not accompanied by good works is dead and whatever is dead is cold. So a lighted candle and its heat is very significant. You must go around in public precisely demonstrating, proclaiming that your faith is living, your faith is hot, not cold, accompanied by good works. And precisely one of the good works would be repent, turn away from your sins and believe in the gospel. So I say it again. If we are devoted to Jesus under this title, Señor Santo Niño, with this image, this icon, this statue as a, a visual aid, let us also be equally devoted to Jesus as Christ the King, to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, to Jesus agonizing in the garden to Jesus hanging on the cross, we must have the same sincere devotion to Jesus under those images. Don't let us precisely only be more demonstrative of our devotion to Señor Santo Niño, but I repeat, to Christ on the cross, the Santa Cruz, to Christ in the Blessed Sacrament, to Christ's agony in the garden. These are images, of course, but we must also consider them as visual aids, helping us to see with the eyes of faith how Jesus really is. So here we stop.
and we bless not only ourselves but all others at home ill or in good health the Lord be with you may the Almighty God bless you the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen so thank you again and welcome once more to our next Bible study online God willing that was an amazing Bible study session. You think so, Jill? Yes, Monsignor Dakai is truly remarkable. I have learned a lot from his reflections. Can you share your learnings and takeaways? Today's reading was focused in Mark chapter 1, verses 14 to 15, and it's about the proclamation of the gospel. There were many new insights that Monsignor Dakai shared, but my favorite sharing was being a lector for my parish. I have to take time to read and reflect either the first or second reading before reading it during the Holy Mass so that the intention of the reading is clear for all the parishioners. That's amazing, Jill. For me, I am a member of Singles for Christ. It also helped me uh, in proclaiming the gospel to people that needs God more. And I am very appreciative of the messages of Monsignor Dakai and the teachings of Singles for Christ. I would like to thank Monsignor Achilles Dakai for another wonderful episode of the Gifted to Give podcast. I would like to thank my new partner, Jillian, for sharing your reflections and learnings. Of course! I am so excited to be part of this rebranding of the podcast. I will definitely see you next week for another episode of Gifted to Give podcast. With Monsignor Achilles Dakai, goodbye and to God be the glory.